0: <laughs>
1: hey did I'm Sydney Hampton, a Lowell, Kentucky-based drag queen, horror hostess, and most recently the host and editor of Really Queer, an LGBTQ plus movie podcast. Each episode, I'm joined by a guest to co host with me as we discuss the queer themes, tropes, and the characterizations, for better or worse, of some of our most beloved films, from masterpieces to cringy guilty pleasures.
0: Hey, Jake. Hey. How you been? I'm okay.
1: Welcome back to the pod.
0: I know, it's been a bit. You've been missed. I know. Daddy's home.
1: Daddy's home. Slinging that shmeet. Oh. Okay. <laughs> you haven't been on the podcast since November. I know. That's crazy. I know. Why have you been on the pod? Why don't you tell the dealers? Where, um, you, where have you been? Where you been?
0: I've been in my house. It was quarantine. I don't have a laptop.
1: No you don't. You don't have a laptop.
0: And someone got really depressed. And then we got into an argument.
1: Did we get into an argument?
0: Yeah. About what? Editing.
1: Oh, yeah, that's right.
0: By argument, I mean, I asked you to do something and then you gave me the cold shoulder for three weeks.
1: Well, that's because it, it completely ruined an entire series of episodes, but that's fine. It's neither here nor there. I'm not going to place blame on anybody.
0: I was going through something.
1: Yes, you were. As you often are. So when are you getting a laptop so we can do this more often?
0: <sighs> Hopefully, I don't know. Maybe. soon. I hope. Um. I'm not. Good. I didn't get the stimulus, so that that kind of hosed those We didn't get the stimulus. Still? No. Where's my, my Where's my fucking money, Biden? Anyways, but we're not here to talk about that today. We're here to talk about "Drop Dead Gorgeous," the 1990. I want to say 99.
1: Yeah. 1999. July, July 23, 1999. Um, At an astounding. Uh, Budget of, of ten to fifteen million. It made uh, ten point five million. <clears throat> I say astounding, like that's a lot, but it didn't it broke,
0: make it broke even. Ish. Ish.
1: Um. So why did you choose Drum Deck Gorgeous*?
0: I love this film. Why? Um, for all of its problematic moments, which there are many. Yes, there are. There are a lot. There's just something... I love the mockumentary, number
1: one. I do love that. I love the mockumentary.
0: Also, this has so many actresses that I love personally. I love Kirsten Dunst.
1: Yes. Um, Friend of the pod.
0: I love Allison Janney.
1: Allison Janney, friend of the pod. Brittany Murphy. Friend of the pod.
0: Um, Amy Adams is in it, which I forget that she's always in it until I watch it again.
1: I tried to get her to be a friend of the pod. Um...
0: Denise Richards is also on.
1: Yeah, that's uh, that's one that whenever I saw her, I was like, oh my god, she looks so different. And I'm like, oh yeah, this movie came out like thirty years ago, oh, god. almost. Tw- more closer to twenty five.
0: Uh, closer to <clears throat> it's it's a few years off of twenty five. That's closer to twenty.
1: Is it?
0: I was no, born I in 90... twenty
1: five. I was born in ninety two. Yeah, you're right. I was born in ninety two. I'm twenty eight, so that makes
0: yeah.
1: Oof. Okay. Oof.
0: Yeah. Um, I think I saw this movie i didn't actually see this movie i it was on i had to dvr it because it came on like the cw at like 3 a.m
1: i was thinking imagine this movie coming on the cw today but at 3 a.m it's a little different
0: at 3 a.m it was like 2000 i'm like six seven maybe yeah i was young when i watched this movie the first time and then i didn't watch it for a while because like Someone deleted my DVR copy of this film for basketball um, which I like to think is an act of homophobic violence against me it is um, because this movie's not it's it's not art it's not it wasn't easy to find for the longest time. I mean we just now got a Blu-ray released within the past year or so
1: yeah. and it
0: just came on streaming um, for the first time like I think in like 2019 really yeah. It wasn't streaming for the longest time. Um in fact, like your D V D copy was um the first time I'd seen it out in the wild in almost a decade.
1: Hmm. You're right. It was uh July uh July twenty nineteen the movie was released for streaming on the fir- for the first time on Hulu. Um it all was not very long either. <clears throat> it was met with a lot of celebratory tweets. Yes, particularly among women and queer people who have long recognized it as a cult classic. It is a classic. It is. It's one of those movies that, like, it's it, it hasn't aged um, particularly well with some of the treatment of characters that are played for laughs as being, like... I
0: don't think it needs to. I
1: don't... I agree. I think it's a, it's, it's a, a relic of its time. It has one unkindness that I don't vibe with.
0: I don't vibe with that either. But the th- we're going to talk about that because yeah. I have thoughts. I go out of my way to not show this film to people I'm dating because I feel like if someone didn't like this film kind of be a deal breaker for me like I think I showed it to one ex and he didn't laugh the whole time and I was just like broke up next day
1: imagine next how do you how do you not laugh next day I was like
0: this isn't working out I'm so sorry
1: how do you not like anything about this like I can understand being uncomfortable at certain parts but like it's objectively funny Anyone who doesn't anyone who there's doesn't the, find it funny is an idiot.
0: There's the physical comedy.
1: There's yes, and very good, like this well very done, very
0: good, well done physical comedy. Allison Janney, who is a treasure, um, I think it's Eileen Barker, another great actress in this film. Christie Swanson, which Christie Alley, Christie Alley, both of the both the Christies, yeah,
1: both Christie suck,
0: both Christie suck, but Christie Alley. Who's done me wrong, um, deeply? Like there, and in Kirsten Dunst and Denise Richards. Like, there's so many lines in this film that are great. Um,
1: this movie's jam-packed with di- with with like quotable dialogue. I think that's where the mo- why the movie maintains cult status today, and why I think it's celebrated and loved by like queer people, obviously, but especially yeah. like drag queens love referencing this.
0: This. Th- do they? Because I've never seen this reference in drag.
1: I don't think it's been ref- I don't know if it's been referenced recently really, except for there was that one that one time on on that one show that I don't like um, where a drag queen was like, "I didn't understand the assignment." And nobody got the reference including the judges. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was the only time it's been referenced recently, but it used to be like a film that like you would like it's a movie that was watched and the basically like the drag living rooms. Okay. Um but, like... Much like Drop Dead... Uh, drop Dead... Not Nope, I always do this. Whenever I was... The whole time I was recording um, next week's episode, um, Death Becomes Her, I kept saying Drop Dead Gorgeous, and I had to, like, edit so much of the amount of times so that I had to go, nope, that's not the title, and go back, because I always have trouble saying Drop Dead Gorgeous and Death Becomes Her, and they don't, they don't share a word. I've never seen Death
0: Becomes Her. I feel like that's a sin. It's a sin. Being and I'm gonna... who I am, but... Is the point where I also mean I've never seen Silence of the Lambs? That's okay.
1: I think you should watch it. I
0: feel like people hit me for not seeing Silence of the Lambs. I'm like, I understand the references. I'm just not entertained.
1: The movie's not terrible. It has some problematic parts, especially with its... It's also... But there's also arguments for... That I've seen... We're not talking about Silence of the Lambs. We're not here Um, to...
0: We're here to talk about Dropdown, which... Which I think is the first... And no, I, we did Adam's Room, which is a comedy.
1: Yeah, I've done I've done other, non horror.
0: But I think this is like the first like straight. It's not even then It's not really a straight up comedy.
1: It's a black comedy. It's a black comedy. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I've done I've done quite a few non horror movies. I think now I can only name a couple, but. Um, On the pod. Yeah, I did. Um, I don't really consider uh, "Ticked Off with Knives." Horror, really? I mean, it's exploitation. It's like, yeah, it's in the realm, I guess. Well, everything I've done, everything I've covered, has darkness to it. Yeah, like, but that, I think
0: I think we are attracted to darkness.
1: I also have a lot of episodes recorded that are being released after. Okay, so that's
0: fair. Um,
1: Surprise! I'm uh, I'm ahead of the game.
0: I just I love this film. Why do you? Why did you agree to do this movie?
1: Um, I also love this movie. Whenever I was asking you and being kind of nonchalant about it, um. It's because I was. I just wanted to give you your turn to talk, because you deserve a moment to express why you love this. Because you're actually the one who introduced me to this. No, it wasn't. Are you sure?
0: No, I remember you. I came over to your house. It was. I think it's when you and I first started started hanging out for like the first time. Okay. Because I then always I think saw that... it on your shelf, and I was like, "Oh my god! I know. You, I okay. didn't know you loved Drop Dead Gorgeous," and you're like, "I didn't think you would like Drop Dead Gorgeous because of the, the problematic we're going to talk about." Yeah. I was like, no, I love this film, and you were like, oh, I thought you were gonna like fully cancel me for not for having this movie. And yeah, I was like, no.
1: I'm surprised. I could have swore that that you introduced it, but I also have a hard time, time like putting our friendship in a timeline.
0: Yeah, you 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 see you you reference things. And you're like, you know, when you were there, and I was like,
1: yeah, I do that. I like
0: you remember when you were at the connection with me, and we saw what's his face getting slopped the fuck down, and I'm like.
1: I like to copy, I like to copy paste my friends and memories from before I met them so that, so that they can be, so that they can have, I want, I want everyone to share everything with me at all times. So yeah, I I do be doing that.
0: You're like, remember when we were in (laughs) pre-K? No.
1: But no, I do. I love this film. I love the, I love the amount of, um, like the, the ability to to quote this in everyday situations all the time um i like that there's i like a strong like a like a strong team of writers and it felt like this had that i also love mockumentaries like you said um and this one feels start to finish like a mockumentary
0: yeah i almost asked if there are any men in this film but there are men in the film
1: there are men in the film not very many and none of them are particularly important yeah There are bit characters, but none of them, none of them are, none of them are, I don't think any of them are particularly important to the story. You could replace them in the plot and they
0: would. Yeah, there's,
1: um, actually the men in the film are the ones that I kind of wish we could get rid of. So the parts of this film that I would actually be okay with taking out are all of the men's parts, um, particularly the, um, the Asian father. Um, that one is not quite as. It's played for laughs, but in 1999, I also wonder if that was like, I wonder if that's like the kind of gig, like the kind of gigs they could get. Cause if so, that is unfortunate, but if they were enjoying what they were doing, then I think that's, that's different, but I can't really speak on it. Cause neither one of us are Asian. No, but, no. Um, um, I also, we could get rid of the, the two men who, the man who beats up his, uh, his
0: brother who has a, devel- a devel- developmental, developmental disability. Yeah. Disability, yeah. Um,
1: and and the the brother with the disability yeah, yeah. because that's it's all it's all disrespectful.
0: So my thing is with the film, it uses the R-slur a lot,
1: a lot.
0: And what bothers me is it's not just I, I could al- I, it's not my place to give it a pass or like swallow it. Um, but I could almost understand it more if it was just the bad characters who used it. But, like, even the, like, good characters use it.
1: Kirsten Dunst, I think, says it at one point. I don't think she does. Are you sure?
0: I don't think her, um, Allison Janney, or Eileen Berger say it ever.
1: I can't remember if they did. I should have done a count. That would have been interesting if I had done a count. I I
0: do not remember them saying it. I know that um, the the dog Barking Girl says Mm -hmm. it, and uh, Brittany Murphy says it
1: yeah she does which is
0: which I was like oh baby girl
1: yeah but i mean for its time like it's expected almost um, we were not it's not know, okay we though. talk i talk about this on every episode if i cover a film like i don't really cover new films so it's always it's always like for its time, its time. and i don't want to sound like i'm like i'm making excuses for them but also i have to look at the film like, critically and say, you know, what was the culture that we were in when this film was made, and what did we as a society allow? And we did allow that.
0: We shouldn't have.
1: I mean, I was seven, so I didn't really have that. Yeah. It. Yeah. But,
0: our, our parents and our older... Our parents shouldn't have allowed...
1: Yeah. I mean, growing this, up, that was the word that you used yeah. all the time, and...
0: It wasn't okay it then. Yeah. It's not okay now.
1: Well, it wasn't okay then, but it was socially I, acceptable. It wasn't okay then either. But it was socially... Oh.
0: Socially... Well, I grew up in the, I
1: grew up in the, um, I grew up in the stick, so we are not a developed people back home, so I'll just say that.
0: Also, I feel like you get rid of Molly's character and her whole subplot and the movie would still be the same. Which one's Molly? She's the, she's the one who was adopted by the two Asian parents.
1: Yeah. Is she the one that, um, wants Uh, to sign?
0: no she's the one who does the country western
1: that's right that's right she's gonna line dance she's
0: gonna line dance and then like at the in the proud of the american part she
1: misunderstood the assignment
0: no no no, no. she has uh, she's like atomic power
1: oh um, yeah that was a joke that i missed actually i think i, think I brought that up to you and you were yeah like, oh, you did
0: and i was like because oh. i did
1: it just flew right over my head it just sounded like an very american thing to say atomic power but then being put on the girl who i the, there was one joke in there that was really funny to me and it was whenever she identified as Asian American and it was only funny to me not in the sense that like like it's it's funny to like appropriate or whatever but in mm-hmm. a film that's satirical down to its core it was a funny line. It was a funny line. Yeah. The, um, like, the like predatory guy is kind of problematic so... I think he deserves to be in the film simply because those men exist and they, they do, do judge.
0: Exist. I didn't realize that's what he was supposed to be until we watched this again for the podcast. And I feel a little stupid.
1: <laughs> really? I feel like he was, I feel like he was like I thought, a glaring red, so- like a, like a glowing neon sign. I thought he
0: was just trying really hard to not seem like a predator. And like, he just kept fucking up. And then like, when we were watching again, I was like, oh, okay.
1: It's a video camera that I keep in my van for accidents. I thought Nobody he, thinks you're weird because you have cameras.
0: I thought he was just like, no, 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 that's not what I I'm sorry. I, I don't mean to be like a pervert but and he just kept actually doing and saying things that were perverted yeah. but then watching it and I was like, oh no, he is a... Yeah,
1: he is, the way he, he watches and he's just yeah. like, especially whenever um Amy Adams' character is like stroking the my God. Mo- Washington Monument. Jesus
0: Christ. The character is so... Okay, speaking of Amy Adams' character, she's so funny in this film. Yeah, absolutely. Like I wish she had more screen time. Yeah. Um <laughs> when when um when Kirsten Dunce is crying and like she goes to give um Brittany Werfer goes to give her give Christian Dunst the character I'm fucking this all up. Um
1: Do you need her name? <laughs> Can you guess whatever?
0: Yes. The character's name is... Amber... Amber Amber Atkins. Atkins
1: And um, Amy Adams is Leslie Miller.
0: Leslie Miller. Um, But whenever... Whenever Amber's crying and Brittany Murphy's character goes to... Lisa. Lisa. Lisa Wilson. um, Whenever Lisa goes to give Amber the jacket... When Amy Adams' character is like they won't let you perform naked I asked
1: yeah she's she's like the she's one of the I, I mean I'm I was gonna say she's the she's one of the she's the quiet gem of the film but really every every character in this film with the exception of the men are pretty much like gems of their own yeah um because if you like Annette doesn't have a huge part uh Ellen Barkin her mom, uh, Amber's she, mom. She
0: doesn't have a huge part, but I it's a notable part. every scene that she's in. Yeah,
1: she's, she's, she's like, a, I'm, she's not a bit part. She's a supporting character. Yeah. But she's still like, her performance is strong. The beer can like fused to her hand and then she's at the pageant <laughs> and they can't get the beer can out. So they fully just like wrapped her arm in gauze <laughs> with, the with the beer can still peeping out the top um alice and Janie has I feel like a slightly bigger part because she's in more scenes she's more scenes but like they played off of each other really well um especially whenever they're first introducing their characters um my one of my favorite parts the of the uh of their bits is whenever she's in the hospital after the explosion and she's like i think it's after she starts like throwing a fit and trying to hit Amber because she thinks she's pregnant <laughs> she's like, and she, she tells her to see if there's anything left in that beer can and it's like fused to her hand <laughs> and she, just, she like, just tries to drink to see if there's any, any beer left. It's just a dumb, like a dumb moment but dumb it's it's moment. fun. Um, Making the most of your screen time.
0: Speaking of Alice and Janie, I think my favorite line of hers is <laughs> when that candy striper, she's like, what a nice cool man, help cool you yeah. out," And Alice and Janie goes, what a nice cool minute help if I shoved your head up your ass. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and she just like the way that she like stomps off like these are small bit parts and it's funny. It's funny. This whole film not is not
0: a line in this film is wasted.
1: No, not even the ones that are problematic are still like well performed. Yeah. Which is not a a compliment that I wanna give it, but it, it it's valid, I think. People
0: were really people really woke up for this film and said, We're gonna we're gonna we're not gonna win an Oscar. We're no. damn well. You know what? I'm gonna say it. Amber Atkins. Kirsten Dunst. Amber Atkins. Deserves an Oscar for this film.
1: You know what? Let's campaign. Let's campaign. They need to redo the Oscars. Because
0: Retroactively, let's take all the o- Oscars away from men. Yes. Give them to women.
1: Yes. But particularly Glenn Close. She's never gotten an Oscar. What? She's never got an
0: Oscar. This is a sidebar. But what?
1: She's never got an Oscar. Hold on. She was uh, up for an Oscar, I think, in 97.
0: She's been nominated for so many, though. She's been
1: nominated many times, but never won.
0: Poor Glenn. Give that woman an Oscar. She's almost an EGOT, isn't she? She would be. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, anyway. um, Back to high school. Um, So, these... Literally. Yeah, literally. These girls are all getting... um,
0: They're,
1: like, 17? Yeah, they're, like, 17, and they're all doing... Like, my... I feel like the the so we talked about before how this movie feel, from the, as a mockument, uh, mockumentary from start to finish feels mm-hmm. authentic. The opening with Adam West where it's explaining like Sarah Rose knows, yeah, Sarah Rose knows you're a teenager, a teenage girl and like all of that and then it's like um, Adam, it's like you might even meet celebrities and then Adam West like pops up and he's all like <laughs> um, when it gets to the part where it names off the city. And he just he just stops and like holds the microphone. The robotic girl is Wisconsin. Yeah. It's just a it's just a dumb comedy bit, but so these girls are all like pretty average pretty average. You know, they're Wisconsin, they're Wisconsin girls.
0: I mean, Kirsten Tenth is never average.
1: Well, no, but she's made to look average. Yeah, that's fair. Um also does a We m- keep saying Wisconsin, it's Minnesota. Minnesota, Dumbasses. Minnesota, wow, we just can't get anything right. Apparently, whenever you come on the show, I just become a complete. She does shithead. okay.
0: Speaking of cushions, she does this accent so well because she does it again in Fargo.
1: Yeah, I love this. I actually think this accent's very, uh, very like
0: Minnesota.
1: Minnesota, it's very, it's very warm to me. There's something kitschy about it. That makes sense.
0: I feel like you were meant to be a Minnesota in a. In a different I way. would,
1: I would, I would do really well in the in the Midwest.
0: I think I would. you would too.
1: Um, You're very kind. I am to a
0: fault kind. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I want to hit you.
1: I don't blame you. Sometimes I want to hit me. Apparently, a lot of people want to hit me right now. But I'm not going to get into that. <laughs> 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 we're recording the week of the uh, the week of uh, April 29th. So, if you know, you know. Um
0: remember remember when I asked you what the fuck that meant? I what? was like, if you know you know because that's just what I, remember. I was like I was like, what does mean? <laughs> <laughs>
1: I don't even know, like I'm I'm gonna be honest, I'm not a um I'm not a cool okay, so I'm re- another sidebar. We are I am not a cool person. I think you're cool. Thank
0: you. No I don't. Okay. I backtrack.
1: Um I am not a cool person. But I have young people that I'm friends with now for the first time in a long time. Dolly's young. You're
0: mostly young. Wow, I turned 25 and all of a sudden, I'm damn it. I'm old news. Old damaged news.
1: (sighs) You're the age that I was whenever I started at my current job, my current day job been doing drag this long i've been doing drag for seven years honey i've been working at and you look like this okay podcast is over good night
0: (laughs) good night remember when you were just red Whenever I what? When you were just red. I thought you
1: said wore dreads. I was like, no, I didn't. You
0: never wore dreads <laughs> when you were just red.
1: Yeah. Like my face was red. Yeah. My hair was red. My costumes were red. My shoes were typically you black. Were just, you were just red. Yeah. My shoes were always like black booties. These black booties, they were gorgeous. I thought so. Everybody else thought they were stupid. They were Betsy Johnson booties. Betsy Johnson booties. And I loved them. <laughs> and they were so comfortable to wear. They were platform. They were like six inches. They had a cute little zipper. The bottom of them was cheetah print instead of, like, like, how all the girls wanted red bottoms. I wanted cheetah print bottoms. And I got them in spades. And then I I just, I just, I mean, I wore those shoes out. And I wore them for every number. And girls were like, do you not own any other shoes? I'm like, I do. I just don't like them as much. <laughs> so then I gave them away so that I would force myself to wear other shoes. And then I replaced them with actual thigh-high boots. And then I only wore thigh-high boots for the entirety that I was a.
0: Those thigh high boots went on to be on every girl, though. Like, everyone has that exact same pair of thigh high boots.
1: They yeah, pretty much, yeah. They're like, the ones that are kind of rougey. Yeah. yeah.
0: Rougey. So, okay. Now that we're talking about this film, do you think Becky was in on the scheme? <coughs> okay.
1: <laughs> Pardon.
0: You're disgusting. Sorry, it just happened. That wasn't real Minnesota, what have you.
1: <laughs> but is it fashion?
0: Um, do you think Becky was in on the plan to rig the pageant in her favor? Um, I don't know that she was. I always,
1: this is where I, where I'm confused. Okay, so when it comes to Becky, Mm -hmm. um, I don't think she's innocent as far as, um, when the boy, the boy dies, what's his name?
0: It's like Steve.
1: It's probably Steve. Um, yeah. So whenever the boy dies, um she, you know, she smiles or whatever whenever she's like, oh, did he? And then she smiles. Yeah. I can see that. I don't know that she knew about anything else, because if she did, why would she get on the float? Also, if the float was I think
0: the the float was an accident. Do we think? I think the float was an accident because Christy says, it should have been you, you dumb piece of trailer trash, up on that float. I... I was thinking... I think in anger, she was like, I should have made it I knew that my dumbass husband would buy this from Mexico, and it would go up in flames. I should have made you win so my daughter could go to Nash, go, go to state, and get, get get you out of the fucking way.
1: I thought that maybe she had, like, already prepped it to be explosive, and then just Why didn't... would she kill her own daughter? And then she didn't plan on it getting lit, because it got lit by accident, right?
0: No, she intentionally lit that.
1: Oh.
0: Because she lights the sparkler. Because she planned that out herself. Oh, so I think Becky was in on it because when the the light drops on that one girl's head, everyone's freaked out, and Becky just looks annoyed yeah. and turns away
1: because it was supposed to be um, Amber. Amber,
0: okay. And then um, later, when Amber's talent costume goes missing, missing, um, she starts screaming at her. She's like, "If you have something to say, just say it, then."
1: Yeah. I mean, it was kind of implied what she was saying, even if she was innocent. I feel like that interaction wouldn't be very different.
0: Yeah. Um, also, she's like, I hate her! And that one lady who's in everything. She's like, we all do. We all do.
1: Yeah, what is her name?
0: God, she's in everything, though. She is.
1: I recognized her immediately. Mindy Sterling.
0: Mindy Sterling. What else is she in?
1: Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. Okay. Um, Austin Powers' International Man of Mystery. Okay. Um... Oh, she joined the L.A. based uh, comedy troupe, The Groundlings. They're um, legendary. Very. Uh, that's a Raven. Um, Maybe that's why we know her. That's a Raven and Sweet Life. Yeah. Um. Also in uh, Austin Powers, Gold Member with Beyonce. So interesting. She played one of the townspeople in the live action adaptation of How the Grinch Stole Christmas too. Oh. And she provided uh, additional voices for the CGI version in 2018. Hmm. Interesting. Wow. Work. But anyway, um, Stan, Mindy, Sterling.
0: Let's get her an Oscar. Um, I I, I definitely think Becky was in on it the whole time. Because one, they already packed the judges panel with like, which I didn't catch the first time. Again, um, it wasn't until we watched this that I caught that they said, nope, no experience in being a judge.
1: Yeah,
0: and I was like, "Oh, they're all business associates of some kind, pretty much." I was like, "Oh, yeah." I was like, "Oh, they're just using his assistant because she'll be the one to be like." "Mm -hmm." Um, I didn't. I feel like an idiot for not catching that. They're obviously this movie's smart. Yeah, no, it's clever. It's I mean,
1: it's a it's a film that deserves Mm -hmm. to be rewatched. It's it's not a one time watch for me. No, God, no. I love this film.
0: This is a comfort movie. I watch this all the time go to sleep to amber atkins amber atkins
1: every i feel like almost every single line in this film is is a a perfect a perfect slam dunk and
0: i, I wish
1: that this movie was more widely
0: more widely known. yeah that's my life's mission is to make sure everyone sees this movie if i become president of the united states i'm replacing the national anthem with drop gorgeous
1: well if you want to uh if you wanna, if you want to be one of the, the the people that Jake inspires to watch this film, it is available on HBO Max. It right is.
0: Now. There's also a stunning, stunning Blu-ray copy that I bought myself.
1: Yeah, it was perfectly restored. Like,
0: like the movie, like we we we're used to like the 19th, like the the 1999 DVD copy. Um, that looks like a movie. It looks like a movie from 1999. 1999. Yeah. And we were watching the Blu-ray release, and I was like you can see the girl's skin. Yeah, it's very
1: clear. Like, I'm used to, like, the kind of more grainy. Yeah. of, You know how DVDs used to Yeah.
0: Come?
1: Remember whenever, d- whenever those DVDs were made, we were like, wow, HD. my God. We are like, wow. And the first DVD I ever owned was Lilo and Stitch. And I was like, wow, everything's so clear. Mine
0: was Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs.
1: Cute. I was Snow
0: White for Halloween. I was, like, five.
1: I remember you telling me about that. I think you talked about that on the first episode. I was,
0: like, it was, like, a drag. Yeah. Wow. And then my parents were like, you're gay? And I was like, you literally let me be Snow White. You literally put me in a wig. We literally dress. just circled
1: back to the very first episode. Does that mean we have to end the podcast forever? No. No? Okay.
0: No. It just means I have to kill you and take over. Oh, I see.
1: Well, have fun editing, bitch. You're very difficult to ed-
0: edit. I'll
1: think that point out was a little hateful. Are we? Um. I'm going to leave that then ugly, but I'm going to put it somewhere where it's, uh, unjustified. <laughs> and then I'm going to, I'm going to record after you leave me being upset and about it.
0: You're such a bitch. Um, let's talk about Brittany Murphy's character.
1: Let's just talk about, yeah, I, I love her. I love Brittany Murphy.
0: I think I use this gif so much. Gay. Gay. Gay! 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 What's her brother's name? Peter. Per- Peter. Well, you know what, Dad? Peter's gay.
1: Gay! I, s- I think I saw that used today. I'm fairly <sighs> certain I saw it used literally
0: today. It's, it's such a widely used gift, and I never... People are always like... I'd ne- people never know what it's from. And I'm yeah. like... That's almost like, what's this from? And I'm like...
1: What are your... Okay, tell me um, your three favorite performances by Brittany Murphy. This... King of the Hill. It. No, you did it. But is it fashion?
0: Yes. Because I'm some dainty woman. And. I'm gonna say clueless.
1: You just, you just got me a little. A little. A little confuzzled for mine. Um, I was gonna say. Uh, uh ramen girl i love ramen girl um girl interrupted okay love girl interrupted one of my favorite movies and i think she's just she has the most tragic moment in there for me um and i love her and love that movie and then i was going to say um this course but But now i'm thinking ramen girl might be out for clueless because that is a very very iconic
0: i thought you were gonna say uptown girl
1: (gasps) i do love her in uptown girl i don't think there's a movie of hers that i don't like i love her in every film is there a movie of hers that we don't like i don't think so god she was so beautiful
0: god r.i.p what are your favorite quotes from this film um gay
1: obviously that's one that's that's very easy to use
0: oh wait we were talking about Brittany murphy's performance in the film so for me just she's so dorky in this film
1: yeah her laugh and her laughing so during cute. the interview yeah it's very she had one of those laughs that was just like like precious and endearing and she just looked like somebody who would be comfortable to be around
0: yeah you very know? that and like the fact that she's like here's peter as Liza. She's so proud of her gay brother. brother um, That's so sweet. I was an like,
1: ally, of, uh, the best of allies. Did a
0: gay write this film? Written by a white woman. Okay. I'll, I'll take it. And
1: she was raised in Rosemount, Minnesota. Hmm.
0: Is there any quotes from this film that you find yourself saying a lot?
1: Um, I often, whenever I'm talking about pageants, I often just, I love, I, I more adapt the. The Minnesota accent for tangent. I love the way that the they. I love the way that yeah, they the talk.
0: Think for me, the quote I say the most. And you know, there's always those things. They're like, what movie do you quote the most? Well, one for me is Too Wong Fu*, because I say "what in gay hell" a lot. Mm-hmm. But also, I feel like I constantly say "Jesus loves winners."
1: Jesus loves winners. I don't. I don't have a lot of times to use it, but when I have an opportunity. I love once a carny, always a carny.
0: (sighs) Mom still cries when she sees a a tilt a or a fat lady in a tube top. It cracks me up every time. A fat lady in a tube top. Because it's such a, it's such a, like, cutaway moment. Yeah. But it's so good. That is not American teen princess language. And then my neighbor's like, this is not, this is not an American teen princess passion. This is, this is, this (gasps) is Nazi Nazi Germany." Germany. Where do they get i need that to start
1: I went, well i was about to say i need to start doing that all the time and i was like actually in 2021 i don't think the way that loretta is like so horny throughout this film it's so
0: i stand i hope when i'm that age i'm just as horny
1: yeah just as horny and just as uh, proud of it oh um she's like,
0: she's like i'll give you a price if you can get it on the first try
1: right so what was the theme of the pageant last year? Oh, that was by american <laughs> And the year before that, USA, USA is A-OK. Okay. And what can you th- remember the theme of your favorite pageant? Can I?
0: i I, I can. can. That was my Twitter name for the longest time.
1: I remember seeing that on there and it just, oh my, it, it dawned, I think that was after we started hanging out, right? No,
0: it was recently. It was recently? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. I thought you were beefy. That's now. Oh. Shadow of Colossus' big beefy bicep crazy
1: the um the ending the the ending scene where the girls all are like getting off the getting off the bus at
0: uh sarah rose cosmetics
1: Cosmetics, um and it's been like completely emptied because of of tax irs issues and all the girls start like knocking it over and throwing a fit and she just turns when it gets back on the bus i really kind of wish that there was a follow-up to this movie just because i wonder like they do it in the post scene, the post yeah. credit scene. But I would have loved to have seen either a continuation of this, like, like another pageant somewhere, or what rather than doing it? it in the, doing it in the post, the post, uh, post. Yeah, in the post, in the post uh, credit scene. I can't talk today. It's
0: not even a post credit scene. It's just kind of like a, where are they now scene.
1: Yeah, that's fair. Um, but like, if they had not done that, they would have. I feel like it would have made a a, a very fun film. To, like, follow her Mm -hmm. as she gets, uh, then again, they wouldn't have a reason to follow her because she, they, I
0: guess they got what they wanted, so it's whatever. If you were to remake this movie today. I absolutely would. Obviously, we know what we would change. Yeah. Um, Very little. My question is, would you, or would you adapt this to be at a drag pageant instead? That would be a lot of fun, but I kind of think
1: that it's, um, I feel like for the comedy beats, it needs to be, I feel like it needs to, I feel like if it was redone, it would need to be younger girls that aren't 17, like 14 year olds today.
0: I feel like it has to be 17 year olds. There's too much humor that is not, otherwise the like, like the pedophile stuff is really creepy, but it's even creepier if it's 14 year old girls. And I'm, I'm not cool with that. I feel like it's creepy regardless. It's creepy regardless. Oh well, yeah, you're right. It's you're creepier.
1: Right. Yeah, that's fair. I was thinking 14-year-olds because you have more of a well of, like, the dance moms type. But I guess the dance moms are also present for 17-year-olds. They are. Um, okay, yeah. Fair. Well, if they were to remake it, I kind of feel like they would... Um, I wouldn't want to have the same exact story. Mm-hmm. But I would love the idea of another... Of more deaths. And a a bit more of a clue vibe where you don't find out who killed who did all the the killing until like the very very end um I would love that well Jake thank you so much for joining me I am appreciative that we were able to have fun and just sit here and kind of goof off I know last week was a bit more of a heavier conversation um
0: but you know what that's what I'm here for yeah I'm not I mean like we obviously can have heavy conversations hereditary um yes hereditary was very heavy But you and I just, we really, I feel like, you know, we just, we, I'm here for fun.
1: Yeah. And we both, we both love this movie and there's not really a lot to talk about. So, um, well, you'll be joining me soon here in the next couple of, uh, in the next month or so for another episode that I'm very, very, very excited about.
0: I think we've been talking about this since you started the podcast.
1: This was one of the, this was at our original lineup before COVID hit. Yeah. Yeah. And we couldn't record it virtually even if you had a laptop like it had to be in person it has to be an in-person because it's stupid but anyway um thank you for joining me uh do you want to plug anything while your twitter is actually publicly available
0: um you can follow me on twitter at young timberwolf uh young is spelled y-u-n-g and um yeah hopefully comedy's coming back soon so um you can uh check out there if i am doing a comedy show it will be posted there yeah, you'll be
1: doing um, hopefully sketch comedy. Your sketch comedy troupe will find a new venue and get to do stuff. Hopefully, we manifest it.
0: We're manifesting.
1: And you can find really queer at really queer, and you can find me, your host Sydney Hampton, at the Sydney Hampton on Twitter and Instagram. <laughs>